Welcome everybody to Checkpoint AFK, the only game show, not game show, only show that we do that is about gaming lifestyle. Is it a game show? Am I going to win show. something? Yeah, you're going to win. You're going to win just like the happiness that we you win, you get to win talk our to you. Friendship. Yeah, you win our friendship. Uh, the only show so that we have about lose it. We're going to be so much better with this. I, I, I get so nervous. I don't know why. I get so nervous. It, it's it's his first time leaving the show. Give him a little yeah. bit of a break. I'm usually better when I know what I ha- what I've lead the show before, but I haven't done this one. Anyways, uh, we have today Matthew Cote, game director of Dead by Daylight. Thank you for coming, uh, Matthew. Hi. Now, before we even get started. I have a huge, huge question and a serious one. Did okay. you guys nerf the butt of... I, I think <laughs> I, uh, uh, Polygon uh, presented a very interesting piece of investigative journalism regarding that subject. <laughs> yeah, they did, actually. There is an yeah. article, and I, I was quoted on it, and I will reiterate it. We, we did modify slightly the garments... The garments. Okay, blame it the on garments. the clothes. And, yeah. uh, you his, and it you has... didn't nerf his butt, you just nerfed his pants. Yeah, because on, uh, I'll, be, no I'll be honest. There's no nerfing happening. I'll be honest. The gay, all I saw on gay Twitter, which is a thing, uh, gay Twitter <laughs> blew up when supposedly Pyramid Head's butt was nerfed quote unquote uh so i just had to open with that and really honestly get that out that's 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 so crazy because you know uh coming from a background in final fantasy uh there was a time in final fantasy 14 where the makote the cat girl butts were uh uh, stealth nerfed at some point i don't know that they ever got you know uh if square enix ever said anything one way or another but uh that was definitely something that happened in another game as well so see, uh, that's interesting when i let when i let you guys control afk we we are literally not even three minutes into the show we've already talked about cat girl butts and <laughs> so see, that's I mean, what happened maybe you should have led the show in general i, I should not have led <laughs> i wasn't ready i wasn't the, ready the, you told the, me like five minutes before we started that i could lead and i was like I all right have given you the keys to the kingdom <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, welcome, 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 Matthew, to to the show, and, and we're it's, happy to have it's you fine. here. Is this just a show about butts? I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. That's usually best, a video, about. best video game butts. Which, by the way, Chad, you put out on Twitter another butt reference with the whole DS. Uh, oh, that was yeah. actually Rick, I yeah. believe. Oh, was Rick, that Rick did that. That was that. Rick. Like, uh, but I, yeah. I definitely approved it. There, there was a picture on it. <laughs> there was definitely a picture of a, a game an old was it a ds game boy ds it was a like DS case a yeah. case but like the way the strap laid it it looked like a really nice ass i'm not gonna lie so <laughs> oh, now i want to see <laughs> hey go on our, it's on our twitter you can find it, it was yesterday oh, I believe. But, uh, yeah but, chad uh, never uh, leave the show again yeah i'm sorry <laughs> um, but uh uh matthew you're you're here with us and and you know to to talk a lot about you know video game communities because because dead by daylight is one of the most sort of vocal and kind of close-knit and really awesome communities out there in video games i i i am i am remiss to say that i have not played the game enough to consider myself part of that community but chad uh is a huge fan a huge proponent uh of the game he's talking about it all the time and if the community is anything like chad um they're great people and slightly worrying but great people um (laughs) And, That's and, what we're aiming for. Just slightly upsetting, but awesome. Yeah. I think I'm the poster child of your community. I'm not going to lie. Me and Polly. <laughs> but, but just to touch on something you said, I mean, it, it, even if you're just a casual player, even if you don't really play, but you like the game and you you like the people in it, or, you know, we, we have some people who just are part of that, that pool of people and they're just... They just like to hang out and talk about DBD and use that as a, a sort of a metaphor for the world because that's sort of what games are and to a certain extent what art is. It's an excuse to talk about us and to talk about each other. And and the Dead by Daylight community is is kind of intense, uh, but uh, but it's it's also kind of beautiful. There there are some nasty bits in there. That's normal. That's part yeah. of yeah. society. Uh, but uh, but we do work really really hard to try to make it a place where people can feel comfortable if it if it's possible 
Right. I mean, and it's not even just like you're like the community within Dead by Daylight. It's it's really kind of like this horror genre community in general mm-hmm. that kind of like like really reels back into the Dead by Daylight thing. It's I think it's because you guys have like so many different things that you have going on. It's not just like like Jason or things like that. You have like all these different ones plus your new characters, so people are invested in what you guys are doing. So it's kind of like it's kind of cool to see that you are essentially the the gaming horror genre community all all in one yeah we 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 like to say that we're the place where all of horror comes to play and we're the place where horror (laughs) lives yeah and and it's true because it's i mean we didn't plan it that way but the universe that we built i mean you know the the intention at the beginning was always to create a game with its own fiction and its own world that would allow for horror icons and legends and characters to come in without diluting what we are without changing our universe it's a universe that allows for those visits and and it allowed for these characters to come in without changing who they are and it allows for our world to to sustain and and withstand them without having to change and i think we've created that very well and I really, I really love that too because you know we talk a lot about like franchise crossovers and stuff. And Dead by Daylight has essentially become the Smash Brothers of horror. And I really, that's a enjoy really good that. way to put it. That's a good and, quote. And re- that, that's yeah. a ridiculously <laughs> uh, flattering thing to say. Well, it, it, it's it's because I mean I don't like I said it, it, Chad will come in and he will say a new character's coming out. Who could it be? And I mean, there's this whole, you know, just sort of energy and movement behind, mm-hmm. you know, what characters and what, you know, uh, uh, villains or killers or whatever could be in the game. And I, I, I love that energy because it goes, it, as somebody like myself who is very heavy in the fighting games, mm-hmm. I understand that energy completely <laughs> because when they yeah. say a new character is coming out, and you know people are, oh man who could it be man could it be this character from a game way back in 1988 could it be this character and i really love seeing communities speculate positively i i hate to see when communities begin to speculate about stuff when you know it's it's about something really negative or really toxic or or disturbing but when it comes to what you guys are doing with dead by daylight i love that because Every single time you guys say that a new character is coming out, Chad for two weeks loses his <laughs> mind and fills the chat with day by daylight, dead by daylight stuff. And we can't talk to him about anything else. And I think that's a positive part Absolutely. of the energy, guys, that the energy that you guys have created with the game. Thank you. And 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 yes, the, the crazy thing is. For a lot of these franchises that we have in the game, I, I feel like we may have been one of the most faithful representation of what they stand for uh, in a game. Because, uh, I mean, it's really, really cool that you can play, I don't know, Freddy Krueger in Mortal Kombat. I love right. Mortal Kombat. I think it's really, really cool. But Freddy Krueger at its core is not a martial artist. No, that's yeah. not that's not the character. <laughs> no? yeah. uh, it, it, it's really cool, but that's not it. The fantasy of being Freddy Krueger, I think, is is really well represented in Dead by Daylight, and and so is the case for all the other characters that we put in. And that that's one of our strengths is that these characters, when I say that they come into our game without having to change who they are, it's really about allowing players that fantasy of playing these characters that they know and love in a certain way that is as close as possible to to living the dream. I mean, I, I would, we were talking to some of our friends at, at Netflix and they were talking about the fact that they were so excited that you could actually run as the Demogorgon in a game and really feel that strength and the, the terrifying presence of that character. And they, they were really happy that we were able to to bring that into the game. But at the same time, you're able to be the Demogorgon and you're running after Laurie Strode and you're running after Laurie Strode in, in you know, uh, whatever, you know, the, the map from uh, uh, any other movie, like the, the game from the Saw franchise. And it makes no sense that all of these things are mashed together. But within but Dead immersed. by Daylight, it works. Right. It I, still works. I, I, I think... 
I want to bring up a point too, because like we were talking before we even went live about the newest addition to Dead by Daylight, uh, Pyramid Head, oh, yeah. Silent Hill, and how big of deal this is. And we were talking about how like maybe a lot of people don't realize how big of a deal this is. Um, this this is the first uh, crossover with another uh, another game franchise, no. isn't it? Technically, no. no, no but we have Bill from Left for Dead. Ah, but this okay. is the first killer. Right, right, right. That's true. It is yeah. the first killer, and also uh, when we did uh, Bill for uh, from Left for Dead, it was just a survivor, and he came with a bunch of outfits for our original characters, so you could dress as the other characters. But ah. but it, it was a very small little thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it was the first time we had a crossover with a video game. Yeah, but yeah, I think I, it's still different. Yeah. Saying like from I don't know. I mean, Left for Dead, big franchise, but like. Where's the not third as one? As, it's not, not as, as iconic. Iconic as Pyramid Head. And where's the third one? Because I'm still I'm looking at you, Valve. Where's the third <laughs> one? Because um, you can never make a third game. Just saying, Valve, get your shit together. Um, but anyways, I I think it's definitely not as iconic as Robbie said. It, it's not an iconic thing. Like I, they made movies about this. Like you know, Silent what I mean? Hill is legendary. Exactly. Yes. It it has a status that is 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 part of the culture. Of video game of what video games stand for and it will be there forever and the sen- it's funny because there's a there's a little home test that i run whenever we we talk about a new franchise my one of my best friends as a kid he's probably like 16 or 17 now and he's been playing dvd since it launched he shouldn't be but that i'm not the <laughs> parent here uh but he's, he's been a big dvd fan since the beginning uh and whenever we we uh, we have a new potential license like this, I just ask him, does he care about that character? You know, because because yeah. he's, he's a young kid. Like I'm like the last Silent Hill game was, I think before he was born almost. So <sighs> like, do oh. you care about it? And he's like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's this character everybody knows. Pyramid Head. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> good, yeah. good. I think you've even, never played absolutely. the game. In, you've never. In, in, uh, He's probably never watched the movies or anything, but those characters, those universes that they've created are are sort of everywhere in the fabric of video game culture. Well, and that, and that sort of and that sort of, you know, speaks to all of the characters that you guys um have in the game and that's what I think is is really awesome about it. But I I have a quick question just in terms of like uh the feedback that you guys get based around um, you, you know, when you guys uh, announced something or when you guys were originally building everything out, at, at what point when you guys started adding more to the game and you saw people's reaction, did you go like, we really got something special here. Let's let's lean more into this. At what point did you go? Oh, my God. Like people actually really like this. <laughs> you know. It's funny, I try to put myself back in the mindset I was in four years or so ago when we launched the game, and it was just this little thing. We had three killers, we had four survivors, we had a couple maps, and we're like, we think we have something special. Right. We released it, and, and you know, I, I look back, and people should, well, they can't, but like playing back the original build that we released at that time, it was all janky, and there was a lot of stuff missing. You couldn't kill your friends. You couldn't survive with friends. <laughs> you, there were, you know, there's so many gameplay mechanics and things and menu flows and name it. There's so many issues, but the core was there. The idea of what Dead by Daylight is, that the hide-and-seek fun and that fantasy of being the killer and that fantasy of being a survivor that's almost completely powerless but not quite that you can maybe you can make it and and to a certain extent i think maybe that fantasy might have been stronger then because now with all the perks and the powers and everything the survivors may feel a little too in control that's besides the point the the thing is we 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 released something that i think was was special and as soon as it launched literally the first week we realized just how much appeal it had and just how much more people wanted from it and we doubled down that was the smart move i think we were able to quickly double down grow the team immediately start uh, you know uh, sending out feelers to get in contact with some people who had expertise that we were missing literally when we launched uh, we hired a a, a a pr brand manager at the time uh, and 
he, he came in a week before we launched. We're like literally the first day on the job. We're like next week you're gonna be at E3. We're launching the game. It's like wow. okay, <laughs> all right. Let me uh, let me go that. panic in the closet real quick. <laughs> I mean, he did an awesome job. Don't get me wrong, oh, but 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 it was crazy because we had no clue what we were doing. But but the good thing is we were able to focus on what was important. And then we started releasing new chapters. The next chapter after that was the last breath. As the nurse, it was uh, Nia. And the thing is, at that point, it really started to go well. We were selling copies. We were excited. And we decided, you know what? We'll do this one for free. Just because we, we, were, we were being much more popular than we thought we were going to be. And it was sort of our gift to people who were like, just take it. We'll, we'll monetize later. That's fine. And then after that, the next update, we got Halloween. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the moment that, that sort of cinched the whole deal for us because we 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 went out looking for a possible license and we ended up picking what what is arguably you know however you organize your top five of horror franchises in the world michael myers is in there somewhere yeah oh i I, want to say he's the biggest but it doesn't matter he's he's in the top for sure and we managed to get the original movie which which was also very much in line with with the way we were building the game, you know, going to the the originals, the core of that, very much inspired by the 70s and the 80s and that sort of tension buildup as opposed to really uh, showcasing the the actual violence or the result of that. Uh It's all built on the tension and the suspense. And it worked so well. And when we managed to get Halloween in the game, from that moment on, we're like, okay, we need to just go bigger from there we can't really go smaller you know do you think you'll go yeah. too far like to to the point where you're like how are we going to beat this like i'm well, sure you probably every time that we say times. that like when stranger things released last year it was the biggest thing ever yeah we had never done a a, a franchise that was current that was contemporary mm-hmm. stranger things is based off it's it's built on nostalgia of the 80s so it was a perfect fit but it was the biggest thing on Netflix at the time. It's still today one of the biggest uh, licenses that they have. It's amazing. And it was the first time that we went for something that was contemporary. That was the thing of the day. And it worked. And it was the biggest thing we've ever done. And then we're like, okay, so yeah. how, how do we top that? Yeah, how Godzilla. do we go bigger than Godzilla? That? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and, that's Godzilla. interesting. <laughs> And we have a, a sort of a, a unofficial list that we sort of throw at each other and then we add things and we remove things and we go, how about this? And then we go, oh, yeah, that's that's jumping the shark. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too that's... much. That's stupid. Let's so Jaws, there's going to be no Jaws uh, character. <sighs> I mean, I'd love that's it. That's very literally <laughs> jumping the shark, but that'd be difficult for sure. Uh, and then we did Silent Hill and we go, fuck, that's bigger than Stranger Things. Now, what's the next thing? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think you've opened up Pandora's box, essentially, because you, you've you now opened it to where it's not just where people are speculating about, you know, movies anymore, like the movie horror icons. We're talking about video game horror icons, which they, is they like a whole second. Yeah. Oh, man. Nemesis. I want to see Nemesis. We, see we, Nemesis. We've stated it very clearly now. No medium is uh, is is out of question. I'm still yeah. waiting for the supernatural crossover. That'll get me to play. That'll get me to play. Put Cthulhu. And listen, let me shut up. I'm just going to get too excited. I love, I love watching people play this game because it, it's, it's, it's really intense. And, and, and I know we're, we're, we're talking a lot about, you know, you guys' development decisions. But what, what, what makes me attracted to this game as a viewer, because it is probably one of the games that I watch more than I play. And I don't it's have a, a good lot show. of those games. Yeah, I don't have a lot of games that I watch more than I play, um, but Dead by Daylight is one of them. And for me, um, it's 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 as you were talking about, it's it's that tension, but it's the it's the people, and they get so turned up about what's <laughs> going on in the game that yeah. I, I don't I don't see that in in other video games. And so I really enjoy watching people scare the shit out of each other and get really <laughs> like t- and get tensed up for you know something that as you said is essentially hide and seek yeah. it's it's so it, it's it is at its core such a simple but it's gameplay very, design it's very it's so human deep. yeah it's yeah very it's, human. It's human is so deep yeah i, I love that hide and seek is is universal 
Like, it doesn't matter where you grew up in the world. There you was a it. version of hide-and-seek, whether it was hide-and-seek or cops and robbers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some version of it. Every single kid hid in a corner and got giddy scared, where you get that mix of you're, you're, you're terrified, but you know you're not in danger. Yeah. And that's beautiful. And that's, yeah. that's kind of what we recreated. Uh, and... and the beauty for me, the most amazing moments is when we I watch a streamer that has 8,000 hours in the game. Literally <laughs> plays this game eight hours a day, four or five days a week for the last three years. And then we release a new killer and then they play and they fucking scream and shriek. <laughs> yeah. And you go, okay, we still we got, got it. it. Yeah. I, I will say I, there's this is one of the few games like after a while I you know you you get a little complacent when you play this game because you're used to the characters and you know what's going to yeah. happen it's like oh it's so and so I I have to do this this and this but when uh when we release a new when you release a new character I, there's a whole new level of anticipation like I don't know what to expect I don't know how to especially I still scream at Ghostface I'm not gonna lie no matter what I'm never not going to scream at Ghostface. Is- kind of cheeky yeah, yeah he's, he's always gonna scare me but like i'm still scared every new character as well but i also want to bring up something yeah. that you mentioned about you know watching streamers and i want to say something like i want to praise dead by daylight on something that i witnessed after the day of um the the release of of silent hill and that was i was watching you know several different streams of dead by daylight that night and i watched on two occasions dead by daylight come into the stream chat and then give away you guys were giving away dlc copies for on the stream i believe uh if i'm not mistaken you might want to correct me if i'm wrong no it's absolutely possible it's a tradition yeah and i thought that was what a great well one great pr hello and two like that's just so fun like i I thought that was cool i saw trixie mattel was doing it and dead by daylight went into the stream and i was like this is such a very great way to kind of build that community but the thing is, you know, that that's from the beginning. The, the first day of Dead by Daylight, that was essentially me going into people's stream because we had no PR. We had no marketing. We were right. just doing everything we could to try to get people to pay attention. So whenever there was a streamer with 20 viewers playing the game, we'd jump in and start giving away codes and whatnot and talk to them and chat and go, oh, do you like the game? And, you know, tell us what you think, what we should be doing next. And it, it quickly turned into no. Obviously, uh, we we today we have a huge uh, community team. They're absolutely amazing. All the people in there, they do awesome work, and it's tough work. It is. That's, it, yeah. It's tough that's, work. That's such an, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go on. It, it's 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 uh, it's sort of thankless sometimes because yeah. you spend your days sort of macerating in a in a brine of salt uh you know <laughs> and and it's rough but you right, also yeah. are on the front line of all of these amazing people who poured their, their heart and soul into the game and and i don't know the cosplayers and people who, who create content whether it's art music whatever because they're inspired by the game the people who just got together because of dead by daylight and and became friends and formed groups and charities and all of these things that happened because of of a common center point that people rally around it's 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 amazing but it's also it's it's rough it's rough for our community team but they do an amazing job and and one of the things that we love is that they they've very very connected to the community and it's always yeah. been very important not just in in the activities the way you talk about it that we go into the stream and we talk to people directly but in the tone also it's yeah. important yeah, I, 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 <clears throat> we're, we're not uh, a, it's not a corporate machine it's not a statement from behavior about dead by daylight it's it's the devs chatting with people and asking questions and and genuinely listening that's such an important thing too you know uh, as someone who basically found my career here after spending years and years and years you know under the shadow of the square enix and final fantasy fandom it was like pulling teeth you know having this this great community and having these amazing fans but then also trying to find some form of recognition 
from Square Enix and the developers themselves. And to know that from the beginning, you know, you guys, you know, when you had started small, were in these, these you know, Twitch streams and in these chat rooms, you know, interacting with your community, mm-hmm. you know, giving out free codes and, and just trying to be a part of it. That goes so, so far in helping to develop the sort of community that you yeah. have now. And I think that, that that's that's absolutely amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. And and we try to do that as much as possible. Like, uh, for instance, well, last year, because nowadays we don't do so many uh, live events, but uh, last year was the last time we did that. Uh, and we went, for instance, to Gamescom. And Gamescom, we were there to do a few interviews and to, to, to meet some potential partners. Kiss some babies. Like yeah, we didn't have a, a, a boot, but we put together a party, like just we rented a place and we invited a couple of hundred people and just people from the community. We just posted it on Twitter saying, hey, if you want to come by and say hi and, and have a, you know, have food and, and drinks together and chit chat about that by daylight. And it was so amazing to see these people come in and to, to have these people meet also for the first time that have been friends and playing online for, you know, a year maybe, and they've never met in real life. It was really nice to be able to sort of foster that and and bring that together. I I, I want to say like behavior uh, in general. Like I, I I'm glad you guys started small and kind of grew because I think you guys clearly understand the the purpose and point of a community. And I think that's one thing that we that we see in the bigger companies like these huge like blizzards and things like that. They don't they try real hard to make community but they don't they kind of stay out of it. Like the community has to run itself. And the I feel thing like is, they are clients to a certain extent. Yeah. To a very real extent. I mean they pay our salary. We we have to respect mm-hmm. that. But it's it's not true that the, you know the clients always write. You have to. There are some people, like for instance, uh, the very real Hold example. On. I want you to. Say, I want you to say that one more time. Because, because <laughs> one of my big things is 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 even though I love communities and I I love that people can be vocal and talk to yeah. game devs about what they like and dislike about the game. Most of these people are not game developers, and thus they don't know what goes into something like balance. So please, yes, say that one more time. <laughs> the, the, the players are not always right. They sometimes are, and we need to listen. But but the, you know, and I we've said that in in a few different ways in the past. But talking about how we, for instance, when we release a new killer, and everybody has a knee jerk reaction going. Like literally, you have posts one after the other. The first one says he's OP; nobody can do anything Too about. Short. Always. And the next yeah. one says he's shit. You know, you can't win. Yeah. And we're like, okay, give it a week, please. <laughs> <laughs> give it a week. Yeah. Try it... a few things. Your strategy that worked yesterday against all the killers does not work today. That's fine. Yeah. Try something else. Exactly. And, and maybe you're right. Maybe he is imbalanced, and we need to tweak a few things. That's very possible. But we're not going to do that today. We're going to do it maybe in a week. Yeah, so we, we, We've done that in the past, react a little too strongly. But we, we have sort of a triangle of, of things that we look at when we, we want to modify or balance something. One well, point I mean, is the community okay. talking. One point is the, the data that we accumulate. We have analytics where we check you know, the matches played and, and the, all the stats and beautiful graphs and things. And then the third point is our own gut feeling. We've yeah. made this game. The designers on this game know it inside and out, and they have their own vision of what it should be. And we need to keep trusting our gut in this to a certain extent. Well, absolutely. And, and I think that's a part of, you know, when it comes to communities that are really close knit, like uh, Dead by Daylight and, and, and many other ones, um, I, I do feel like a lot of times that these communities, while they do ultimately. Uh, will the power in terms of they can stop buying the game or supporting the game. Um, I do think sometimes that the level of access that communities have sometimes can breed toxicity. And, yep. you know, I, I, I really like the fact that you guys are very vocal as developers and as community managers. You go out into the streams, you talk to people, you you really get down at the grassroots on the ground level to hear what your player base is talking about. Yep. But ultimately... Um, how difficult does it become sometimes when you know for a fact that this is just like a a toxic viewpoint, right? Like that, well, not to necessarily say that. Like, how do you how do you combat that when it's like 
oh, okay, this is just a group of players who are mad. There's actually nothing really wrong here. L- let me give you an example. Because these wrong viewpoints, I tend to not associate them with gameplay mechanics. Because this is just... Yeah. <laughs> it's gameplay mechanics. It doesn't really matter in the end. Wrong viewpoints for me. Uh, we have good examples. A couple of weeks ago, uh, well, in the last, let's say, month, month and a half, we had... Uh, a few different uh, posts that we made that were very important to us. There was a bunch of posts about the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. And there was a bunch of posts about the Pride Month that we made. And, and when we did these, we very clearly stated our position. Yeah, It, it was not wishy-washy. It was just us saying, we think that these things are important. We want people out there to hear us loud and clear because we feel that as... People who create content in the world today, we have a moral responsibility to, 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 to try to bring, without being too grandiose about it, we have a moral responsibility to try to bring the world to a place we feel is a better place. That's all. We'll do our best to drag people along. So when we did those posts, both times when we did the posts uh, about the Black Lives Matter movement and when we did the posts about the Pride uh, Month, we had a lot of really warm and excited and fun, supportive people respond. We also had a lot of really horrible, hostile, negative people respond. And our community team, again, it was really hard for them because they're passionate about this and they feel it and they have a lot of empathy for people. Yeah, But they took... uh, a bit of pleasure in blocking a shit ton of these people. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and it's important to do that because not all players, they're, they're not all valid opinions. That sh- it's not a, a pleasant place for discourse. This is a place where we want to foster a certain community and we want to make sure that the people who are part of this community feel safe, feel supported, feel listened to. And if we allow hate... And if we allow, you know, uh, disrespect to exist within that community, we fail our players. We we have that same challenge here because, you know, we're, we, we're news essentially is what most people think of us, news and content. And so a lot of people we get, if we put anything out there, like we put a strong stance on LGBT things, obviously, because of me and Callie, another host. And... Uh, and trans because Callie is trans and openly trans. So it's, we have a clear, uh, like, and then obviously Black Lives Matter, you know, as well. But we have a clear uh, area where we line and uh, where we lie. But at the same time, we always get told, you know, stick, you know, stick to games. You just keep the politics out of the games. Yeah. It's like, no, politics is part of, part of our everything. life and everything. It's games part of, everything. It's part of, part of like, yeah. we're going to talk about it. It's part of humanity. It- and the funny thing about it, when we're talking about these sorts of, of of gaming communities that I always found very interesting, is that, you know, people will make these comments in, you know, various, you know, chats or, you know, on social media or whatever. And it, it just cracks me up because so many of the people that you're playing this game with, I guarantee you are members of the groups that you're disparaging. And yes. that's the part I don't understand is that when it comes to online games, there are people whose friends lists are filled with LGBTQ people who don't even know that they're LGBTQ people. Yeah. But they're like, oh, this I play with this person every weekend. They're awesome. And then we'll go and say the most horrid things about gay folks and not even understand that they are literally a, a, a router removed <laughs> that's a good way of putting it but but it's yeah. absolutely true but it's also it, it's 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 a it, it's a representation of of something that happens in real life i mean it's absolutely. it's your neighbor it's it's a comment an off-end comment someone makes at the at the coffee shop and it always impacts people around you whatever you do and so that, that what you're saying about yeah yeah we're we're news and we're entertainment and therefore we're not politicians it's true you're not politicians but you are part of culture and being part of culture is what drives politics it's what drives i mean you you can see it i mean i'm i'm all the way up in canada and i'm a little far removed from the united states but you can see the difference between politics and then the movement of the culture of the country which is two different movements that are moving in different directions and creating tensions and 
dynamic Absolutely. things right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to be honest, anything that happens in America is, is with game developers specifically. You you want to know these things, like like America's a yep. huge like pile of people where you guys really. <laughs> <laughs> I just say pile right now because I'm my yeah. opinions right now. Uh, just a huge pile of people uh, where you guys want to get that you know that support or you want to show that support to those people. I guess is what I want to say. So um, I I think you guys did a very good job at like showing your support in the way you guys kind of handle toxicity. But I also think that like I, we bring up toxicity because today or maybe it was last night I saw. Uh, what Alinity was going through and how she had what I believe, I don't want to quote it, but she essentially said she had some suicidal thoughts. And I really think that the toxicity online is really becoming rampant lately. And um, I just, I, I wanted to kind of just mention that. And, and also the suicide prevention hotline is available. I mean, I don't have the number right in Absolutely. front of me. If someone could find it and put it in the chat, that'd be really great. Um, yes, please. Uh, uh, and, but I, yeah. I wanted to bring that up because I think so many streamers right now get a lot of hate. You and, know, in, in, in bringing, bringing that up though, Chad, is that, you know, especially in the, in the case of, of somebody like Alinity, who I will, I will say in many ways has not done her public persona a lot of favors. Yeah. I'll just say that. I'm not, That's I will fair. never say that anyone, you know, deserves, you know, uh, any sort of stuff like that. But, um, you know, when you are a front-facing individual, you know, there's a certain level of scrutiny that does come with this. However, um, when you see some of these chats and how terrible they can get um, and how, you know, how quick people are to make ad hominem attacks instead of – it's one thing to say, you know, I don't like you because of the way you treat your cat. It's another way to be like – you should go jump off a bridge yeah. like, like yeah, completely bad. Two, two completely different things and i think as we see more and more communities and it's starting to get revealed just how terrible and how many awful things go on behind the scenes in a lot of these communities um now more than ever i think we as gamers need to step up and really be there for each other um, I, I, I love having this conversation and seeing all of the, you know, the, the Dead by Daylight folks who, I will be honest, are not usually uh, at, at our channel. But you know what? I appreciate you guys. And I appreciate you guys because what I'm seeing is a lot of positivity, people throwing a lot of really funny emotes into the chat and supporting each other. And that's the type of stuff that video games needs more of i don't care how smart you think you are i don't care how you know i i don't care that you want to sit here and prove that you know i know more than the devs i don't care be a good person <laughs> be nice <laughs> like flat well, out you're right. this is how it's so simple like that's, you get more with honey than you do with vinegar but that's it and 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 I think that uh, just to, to get back on what you were saying, I don't think it's new. I don't think the toxicity is new or even worse than it's it's been. I think that it's more open and we talk a lot more about it. And that's good. That's usually yeah. the first step towards, you know, things getting better. Right. And it yeah. means that maybe it'll make it easier for people in chat because it's the same thing. We used to, like, I used to hear that a while ago, and it's getting much more uh, relevant today. But you know, you you you're in the office, whatever. You're you're in an environment, and you hear someone make a comment, whether it's it's a, a sexist comment or racist comment or something. You step up and you say, "This is not acceptable." And, and that's it. I think it's The Rock. I like The Rock. Anyway, he, he, he was saying <laughs> that. He's like, don't don't go starting like screaming at people. Don't punch them in the face. But it's important to step up and tell people, we don't do that here. This is not the world I want to be in. And this is not the world you want to be in. Yeah. And, and it, it... saying that makes it better. Because the, the, those terrible, toxic cultures, that's the thing, is that they're usually cultural. A lot of folks are, are, you know, trash talk. I'm the first to love trash talk. When I'm with my friends here in a closed room and we're around the table playing board games, I will say the most vile, hostile <laughs> shit I've ever heard. Because it's funny, because we know each other and we love each other, and we, we know what the boundaries are and what humor yeah. is about. If I'm in a group with people I don't know, 
this is not okay ever. No. Oh. People forget that online. They're like, oh, you know what? That's the kind of shit I find funny, so I'll say this. And I saw this streamer say that super horrible, toxic shit, and I thought it was hilarious, so I'm going to say it again and repeat it. And it's not even... It, it gets to a point where sometimes it's not even about you believing that shit. It's just that's what people say. That's what you call people. That's what you say when someone mm-hmm. dies. That's it. And yeah. and and that's not okay. And that can yeah, be it's, changed. That can be changed. It, it can be. It can be changed it, it, it quicker than most people think. Actually, and, and it's funny because you know on the moment of toxicity, Robbie, you you were in the FF fourteen community, the FF eleven community. Yeah. And you guys made Limit Break Radio, which people did not understand that their toxicity was being par- parodied. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was a hilarious show because what you guys were able to do was to take all the toxic toxic stuff that you saw about the game, put it into these different characters, and throw it right back at people. And people hated you guys. <laughs> they either they either loved us or hated us. But you know, you know, it, it's it, it's interesting because I never really kind of looked at it as uh, you know the, the the way that you just put it that that some people maybe to them it's their it's their type of humor that they're putting out there. And, and obviously, yes, you know, you want to make sure that that when you're around your friends, you guys know you trust each other. You know, you 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 get that at the heart of it, as twisted as it may be. That it's just them trying to be funny. And when you go out and you do that in the general public, you know, there are a lot more people that you're probably hurting. And I think and, and, and looking back on it now, there are a lot of times when, you know, trolls would come in or people would come in and try and disrupt stuff. You know, we would throw that right back at them. And eventually when they had just came in, maybe to try and disrupt it and troll us, they end up sticking around long enough to realize that, OK, you know, what? actually these guys may have a point. And a lot of times we turn trolls into fans. And then after that, we never saw that same type of humor from them. And uh, I don't know, I, I, I guess for me, I'd always assume that it was either people were, were there to just put this horrible stuff into the world or they weren't. And, and I don't know, maybe there's some people that exist in the middle there that just don't understand. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, you know, that's so the, the most uh, insidious part of all of this is because mm-hmm. I don't believe, I don't want to believe that the world is filled with malevolent people. And I don't think it is. Most of that that pain that's caused is by people who don't even know they're causing it. They just yeah, think yeah. it's 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 oh and oh it's not okay. Oh, I I thought it was okay. I thought that's how you talk to girls. Yeah, we I thought just that's how you fun. talk to people. Yeah. Which with it's it's what's it locker room talk? I think mm-hmm. your politicians yeah. call it. Uh, yeah. So mm, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not okay. But but there are some some pools of culture where this is understood to be just how it is if you want to be one of the guys because it's usually guys mm-hmm. but yeah. even then usually. i mean uh, there's some nasty things between girls too and, and pretty much everybody's able to be hostile and, and vile i think mm-hmm. but it's yeah I, if most people if you take five minutes to explain to them that this is this not is a word hey this hurts me and you're like oh shit i didn't know I'm yeah, sorry, and, uh, and then you and move so on. I, I want to. I want to definitely ask this as as a game developer too, because for me, there is. I, I grew up in a city that is majority African American, and by me majority, I mean like eighty percent. So I did not encounter a lot of like in person racism until I was. I don't want to say well into my adult years, but definitely not until I was an older teenager. Mm. Um. But when I started playing a lot of Call of Duty, <laughs> ooh, different. <laughs> it would change real quick. You could, doesn't even matter about race at that point. They'll just use words to kind it just, of it just it flips yeah. real fast. Yeah. Um, and, and so I want to ask, as a as a game developer, um, how tricky is it to begin to start to think about? Okay, well, we can't start censoring chat because one, technologically, incredibly difficult. And two, um, you don't want people to not be able to to chat with one another um, yeah. openly. And so, how difficult is it to tiptoe that balance? And, Very. And, and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so 
essentially, there are companies out there that we are working with to integrate more and more because chat can be, uh, I think the the, uh, the correct term is the sanitize chat. And so they, they have dictionaries of words. There are words that no matter what the context, they shouldn't be used. We know that. Right. There's a couple. And then there are... Uh, phrases and it's turns of phrases and and I mean there's some very smart people working on AI able to decipher and pick out the bits that shouldn't be there and things that are repeated and then people try to be clever and find ways around by using either lead speak or whatever the hell to try to go around right. put your effort somewhere else please but yeah. still uh, there are ways for us to make things better and we are working on a few of those we're integrating with a few companies that that's all they do this is not this is something that would be prohibitively difficult to do in house but fortunately there are services out there there are companies out there that do create these kind of services and they offer that and we are working with them to try to make things better uh, the other way we we go about doing that as i was saying earlier is literally uh, uh, by trying to educate the community, by trying to talk to them in a certain way, by trying to clearly state this is not okay, and by banning a shitload of bad people. <laughs> and people come back and they go, literally, they will send in support tickets saying, I was banned from the chats, I'm so sorry, I just made a joke. And we're like, yeah, that sucks, isn't it? Now think about what you've done. Like, that's it. Yeah, it, it, consequences are, are incredibly uh important and i think uh because of the ability for people to just make dupe emails and and new accounts and stuff it, it, it there's a lot of it that uh, punishment feels like it lacks permanence and lacks impact sometimes because people are just able to hop back into the game but i agree i think when 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 game developers take it upon themselves to say you know what not acceptable you got 45 reports on you in 2 weeks yeah, I don't think you should be playing the game. It's time for you to sit down. That's um, it. It's I, tough to sell yeah. that to, to some people within the industry, saying, oh, you, you want to cut players out of the game? You know, paying customers should stop being allowed to pay you? And like for some people, it's a really tough conversation to have, but it's necessary. And some yeah. companies value that more than others. And, 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 and I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying not to pass judgment. I am passing judgment a little bit, but I'm trying not to pass judgment because businesses are tough to run and, and, and yeah, it's complicated. However, <laughs> at behavior, I'll say, we, we've not always been great. We try to do our best and we try to get better. We, we try to listen to people and see what's out there, what people do well, what people don't do so well. And we try to do more of the well stuff and less of the other stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I do believe that, okay, I'm going to say this. I do believe very strongly that we've done a pretty good job. So, I, I would agree. I think out of you guys, at least of openly, even, I, no, I don't think, I can't think of a single instance where you've made mistakes off the top of my head or anything, but I think you guys have done a very good job at consistently like making your points heard and making it your community feel safe uh, out of most groups. I mean, I, me being part of that community, I feel like I've never once felt like I was attacked, you know, other than, you know, just someone in the chat being a jerk, but like, it, I, I think you guys are doing a great job and that's really why I wanted to have you guys on here to talk about that uh, today. And I'm so excited that you were here. Uh, to give us like your your viewpoints and things like that. So thank you so much, Matthew, for coming on today. It's my pleasure. It it feels like you're wrapping up. Are we wrapping up? Uh, we, <laughs> we could we could bring up another thing. We have we have like six more minutes. But I mean, uh, yeah, we got. Like, I've got nowhere else to go. That's not true. I'm going to a cottage. I, I was going to say, say <laughs> what happened to vacation? <laughs> but I'm not in a hurry. That's the magic of vacation. I'm not in a hurry. That's fair. That's fair. We, no, uh, look, it's it's. And this is important. No, this feels see, like an in the important chat, they want, to keep, they want to keep talking about butts in the chat. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll end it again. We'll end everyone. Hey, Peanuts is here. Hi, Peanuts. I, Peanuts okay. is one of our community say, managers. I love Peanuts. You know what? Oh, awesome. I, while he's in the chat, while he's in the chat, I got to say about, I don't know, a couple months ago, my boyfriend but. was gloating. My boyfriend was gloating that he beat you in a game. So, uh, Peanuts, I'm just saying... Uh, <laughs> 
I mean, listen, it, it, I appreciate this community because I love the fact that they can take a very serious conversation to go. I absolutely agree. We love you guys 100%. Let's get back to the butts. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, uh, if it, you can't talk about butts, we're doomed as a society, I think. We're do- I don't know. Do you know what? No, I think butts bring people together. I think it's the opposite. You know, we, it's a, it's like it's something that you know most we people enjoy. We it. could all I'm enjoy. A, it. I'm a big butt enthusiast <laughs> and Same. a big butt enthusiast. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, even peanuts. <laughs> even peanuts is asking about the pyramid head butt. Hmm. See, see, even the community managers are like, listen, the 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 butt nerf. It's a nerf. Math, admit it. It's Ser- a nerf. Seriously, <laughs> peanuts, you're helping nothing. <laughs> oh just, my god, I'm we'll have kidding. a talk about this. <laughs> Ooh, Monday's gonna be a big day. No, no, oh, no I'm not there Thank on Monday. <laughs> yeah, he's on vacation at the. That's right. The, I'm sorry. The cottage. Oh, yeah. um, but uh, thank you, Matthew, so much for, for coming in today. We really appreciate you. Uh, you are welcome at Checkpoint anytime, obviously. But now uh, we have a date to uh, to play again with a few special guests. Uh, 100%. So that's going to happen okay. in October 100%. sometime. 100%. And so uh, thanks again. And we hope you have a good vacation. Thank you very much. And, and thank you for inviting me. I think that these, uh, it's sort of refreshing. It's It's... It's always difficult uh, because it takes a lot of effort to have those conversations and to try to do the right thing. It's not easy, but it's extremely satisfying, at least to me. I feel that I'm I'm very lucky to have been given a bit of a platform uh, by the 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 fact that Dead by Daylight is so big and now people listen when I talk, and that means that I get the opportunity to to try to pass a message and. I, I do try to make it good. We'll get there. <laughs> I think you do a fine job. I think you do a fine, well, fine thank job. Thank you. You're welcome.